Hello, hello, hello. My name is Doreen, and I am the host of this podcast that I call The Misadventures of the Young Adult. On this fifth episode, we're going to be talking about friends. Not the hit TV show, but the people that you interact with, the people you call your rat or dies. We're going to learn how to identify good ones, bad ones, and how to be a great one yourself. Welcome back, people. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you're here for the first time, hello. How do you do? And if you're back for the umpteenth time, I would like to say thank you so much for your support with my podcast. Your feedback has been overwhelmingly cool, I would have to say. I'm so thankful for all of you guys, and I'm really praying that as 2019 has been progressing, that you've been doing awesome. So, yes, this podcast is dedicated to friendship. And as a dear friend to you, I would like to tell you about my life and how that's going. And a drop, a nice quote for you before we jump into today's topic. But highlight of the week definitely for me is the fact that Jesus and Jalof is back, guys. I've been waiting for that podcast to drop, like their season two to drop, like since like season one ended last year. Season, for those of you who do not know, Jesus and Jalof is a podcast by Lovey Ajayi and Yvonne Orji, and it is the funniest thing on planet Earth. When I tell you that my commuting experience became like seven billion times better after I started listening to that podcast, you think I'm kidding. And the reason I feel that that was my highlight was because um, yesterday, so Tuesday, I was not having the greatest day. I had, like, a doctor's appointment, like, early in the morning, and I didn't even get a chance to sleep early, so I was, like, really cranky. I had coffee and whatever. And I was just, yeah, Tuesday was just, like, not my day, guys. And then I'm on my social, then I see, oh, they dropped, the, they dropped season two? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me listen. Guys, I... But I tell you that tears filled my eyes because I kept dying. Like, I laughed so hard that I listened to, this, to the podcast again. I literally listened to the whole 46 minutes a second time. So I'm going to put it in the description below so that you can listen to it. And honestly, if you need a good laugh, they're your girls. They're your girls. So that was my highlight. Jesus and Jalof. something that really touched me when I read it and it goes like this your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth let me read that one more time your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth let that soak in for a moment if you're like me and you've always had like self-esteem or self-confidence issues this quote literally is that is that push is that it's like that word that thing that you've been waiting for someone to tell you because you don't know you know those moments and you don't know you need to hear something until someone says it out loud and you're just like oh i needed that you know so for anyone who's struggling with their own self-worth their own 
you know, perception of themselves. Just because other people think you are not good at what you do, think you're trash, think you're a terrible person, they think you're whatever. Just because they're, they're unable to see the good value in you does not mean that you're a worthless person. I mean, no one is perfect. No one can claim or boast that, yes, me, I am 100% amazing. No, no one can say that. And so hence, when other people point out their flaws, they're actually projecting what they feel about themselves. So for you, I would encourage you, make sure you project out your positivity and be positive to other people. In fact, instead of you devaluing people, help value people. Help find out what people are good at. I mean, that's what we need in life. We need people to be more positive, people to be more willing to boost each other up instead of tear each other down. So I want to challenge everyone listening today and you see someone, give them a compliment and give them a boost of confidence. This whole topic of friendship is definitely something I found interesting as I prepared for this episode. Because a lot of the time when we think of friendship, we usually think of the people we want in our inner circle, how the people we want to keep out, and all that good stuff. Because all in all, we just want people who are positive, people who get us, people who just vibe with us. And that's true. There's nothing really wrong with that. But at the same time, as much as we want to attract those kind of people, we ourselves need to bring out, not bring out is not the phrase, we need to portray the same traits that we want to attract. So if you are a believer of the law of attraction, I definitely am. If you want to attract caring people, you need to be caring yourself. If you want to attract loving people, you got to be loving yourself. You've got to be patient. You've got to be all of these good things that you want in your other friends. You have to be them yourself. So in this podcast, I really want you guys to not only try and look for these traits in other people, but cultivate them within yourself. Even just jumping back to like the bare basics of when you want to just pick the people you want to be your friends, you know, your day ones, your squad, your your glam, your whatever, whatever you call it. There are a lot of different things that people do to just, you know, make friends. Like, most times, you just tend to make friends within our common areas or interests. Like, you know, the anime people find the anime people. The people taking a certain degree will find each other, you know. So, you know, religion, sports, all of that. We tend to just group ourselves according to our interests and whatnot. But I feel that even without the interests, like similar interests or beliefs or whatever it is there... The one thing that I feel is very important when it comes to even making friends is that, one, you need to be yourself. Because at the end of the day, what is the point of trying to bring people close to you or hang out with people who don't even really know who you are or have an image of you that you aren't exactly comfortable portraying or just isn't you? So, in all, like, if you really want good, close friends who really understand and know who you are, I do firmly believe that you need to be yourself. Another thing you need to be is open, because everyone is different, not everyone is like you. Everyone is unique. We're all, we've all got our own things going on up there, all right? So and another thing I feel is very important is that even when you want to make friends or bring people closer to your circle, you need to be open to their ideologies, their way of life, their culture, their whatever it is. 
because there's nothing worse than trying to be friends quote-unquote with someone who doesn't who isn't really accepting of who you are it's like let's say um this is probably a terrible example but let's say i'm a christian and i have a muslim friend and i'm like i'm just like so adamant to them and i'm just like so rude i'm just like why do you have to fast what is ramadan like you know not being open to the idea that okay look they practice a different religion from me and you know i'm gonna respect them you know because i feel like one thing about friendship is you just need to be able to respect the other person their decisions their choices they might be good they might be bad but so long as you have that respect for them i feel that's very important but most of all when it even even before you start this whole process of saying okay look i need new people in my circle i want more friends one thing that's very important is that not everyone is going to want to be your friend it's just a fact of life not everyone is gonna like you like it's a damn shame but it's not something that you can really run away from okay there are gonna be people in your life that you were just like i really deep down in my heart i really want to be in your life i really want to be a part of you but they will just not be interested they just they just don't want you like like sorry Sorry, like, I mean, it's their loss not knowing the kind of person that you are or whatever you have to offer in a relationship. But at the end of the day, some people are just like, okay, look, yo, I'm not interested. Get get that away from me. And you need to be able to deal with that rejection. I mean, for me, for most part, I remember when I was younger and the reject and when people would reject my friendship or like the relationship I tried to build. I became a very closed off and hard person. Uh, but I did a very good job of hiding it. But I know deep down inside, yeesh, I was a bitter child. Because I did not know how to deal with people rejecting the kind of relationship I was trying to build, trying to emulate. So yes, definitely, please, find, find it in yourself. To really understand the whole dynamic of what it really means to bring people closer to you. There is a very long list of things bad traits that people have that you just need to avoid and i feel a lot of the times we just think okay people are just like this because they're like this but no i feel it's very unfair to say that when it comes to some people we just like expect everyone to have like this rainbow of a of a childhood or an upbringing that really taught people how to be good friends like if i'm very honest with myself i personally do believe that growing up like, as a kid, I feel like I was a pretty decent friend. But I kind of lost that when I moved and changed schools. Because when my method of making friends didn't really work out for me in high school, I just kind of became this this plutonic person. I became like, um, how would... If you've read Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, he basically didn't really fit in a lot of social circles. But, like, he just kind of was the runaround dude. Like, he was the guy who would run to the shop and buy stuff for people. And, like, people knew him, but people didn't really associate with him. So that's how I really kind of see myself. Like, people knew me. They knew about, like, what I could do. But when it really come, came down to friendship, friendship, I really... I kind of lost how to make friends. Like, that's why I feel like I'm terrible at making friends right now. But... Yeah, so for me, some of the bad traits I feel that I carry as a as a friend, well, this just got personal, as a friend, I would just say that um, going, like, after I changed schools, I feel like I grew up with the mentality that a lot of my friendships just won't last, like, full stop, period, and that is probably one of my 
my toxic friend traits is that sometimes when you have the mentality that something's not going to really last, you don't really put in your 100%. And that's not good because if the, if the friendship does last, then, you know, you're still going to have like, oh, my gosh, I should have been a better person to you at the beginning, blah, 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 water, water, water. But I do feel like there are some inexcusable traits about friendship that you just you just need to stay clear of like don't even don't even try and i feel like the number one toxic trait that you should just run like run for the actual hills is people who discourage you or drive you away toward from the goal that you were trying to achieve for your life or like the goals that you just set in general so I understand that sometimes as friends, it's really good to, like, tease and insult people. Yay, funny. Like, that's basically, like, how some of my friends and I joke. Like, we just tease each other. It's, like, it's a love language, okay? But at the same time, when it really comes down to it, if there are people who you call your friends, quote-unquote, and they don't really exactly support you with your endeavors or whatever you really want to do with your life, I feel already you need to disconnect from them because... They are projecting their ideologies onto you. And I do feel that a lot of people who give up on their dreams are simply because sometimes the people they surrounded themselves with were just not very forthcoming when it came to actually supporting them. And I might not and it might not be like financial support or whatever, but it's the whole idea of when you've been knocked down. And you need people to pick you up. They were, the, they were the ones who were throwing stones at you when you're on the floor. An example would be, let's say, you are trying to um, uh, write a book. Well, that's a random one. Okay. You are trying to write a book. And you're having, like, writer's block. And it just, and you just feel like you just can't finish this book. Like, you, you really feel like in your heart, yes, this book is, like, going to be really great. I'm just having a writer's block. So then instead of your friends, like, really just saying, no, keep going. You can get past this. Yay, blah, blah, blah. You know, being supportive and encouraging. Instead, they'll just be like, no, you're wasting your time. This is stupid, blah, blah, blah. So they're directly discouraging you from trying to achieve a goal that you have. And people like that in general, like, not even just friends family too people who just discourage you from trying to achieve your dreams that's it please disassociate with them okay you might have history with the person you might have the same blood as the person they might be your kidney donor but so long as they like forcefully bring negativity into your life i honestly and firmly believe that they have no place in your life and that's really something i struggled to deal with um especially when I would really keep a lot of people who were like this very close to me. But when I decided to sever those ties, like, I mean, that's when I really, really flourished, I would say. Yeah, so for me, I feel like with friend, like with people in general, if you just surround yourself with people who are just negative, like, that's it. Like, that, like, oh, man, I can't swear, can I? Watch your profanity. But yeah, straight on, they just won't, like, lead you anywhere. And then just a couple of other things I would just say um, that you should look out for in people that you want to be your friends is like those people who are very willing to talk bad about you behind your back. You know, you know what they do? They must just be like my mother. This is what my mother does. When she's with her friends and I'm in their presence, she will talk trash about me, you people. 
when I tell you that my mom, my mom, my mom trolls me. Mom is a bully. I love her, but she can be such a bully. Um, but I know, like, it's it's out of a place of love because sometimes, like, she just be here, like, ah, doing you're always on your laptop. Then she call her friend. Ah, you see her? These children, always on their on these gadgets, playing, playing, watching movies, music, blah blah. Like, she was just complain, complain, complain. But then I know that when I go off to uni, guess who her prized possession is? Guess who she brags about? It is me. It is me. Ah, my daughter. She is doing so well in Malaysia. She's studying so hard. And how I know this is because all my mom's friends snitch on her. So it's, it's the funniest thing. So, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're going to have friends who are going to talk bad about you, about you behind your back, bruh, that's it. Leave them. Ciao. Bye-bye. Sayonara. Because those, those people, ah, uh, I don't know. Because the thing is, I used to do it, and I realized how problematic it is. So even after I stopped, I just knew straight away, talking about people behind their backs mm -mm, is not the way to go. It really isn't. It just ruins a lot of things. So I'm just going to say now, like, because that was one of my toxic traits that pushed some people away. And even now, this year, one of my resolutions is to actually really work on being a better friend. And I already know that that whole idea of talking about people behind their backs, I, I actually stopped doing that. Like last year, like last year, early last year, I just said it to myself. I was just like, you know what? As long as this story that I'm about to tell you does not involve me whatsoever, whatever secrets, whatever nonsense, whatever I have on another person, I'm just going to keep my lips sealed. That's it. Because it's just so problematic. Like, especially if they're my friend and people are just like trying to bat. That's it. I'll just keep quiet. I'll just be like, it's okay, fine, bye. Good, goodbye, Sayonara. Because it's just one thing, just gossiping in general. I just feel like I'm not the gossiping kind because I have very poor memory capacity. But yeah, just talking about people behind their backs, being two-faced, that's very, that's not very good in general. So if you, if you do end up finding people like that in your circle, I do, I would say be weary. Because goodness knows what they're telling other people. Goodness knows. And I think there's another trait that you should look out for is people, people will use you. Okay. It, it's, it's, it's really, it's not something new. It's not a new discovery. But yes, people will use you if they realize that you're a good person. You're very, if you're very like positive, like if you give good vibes, sometimes people will drain you of those vibes. You know, they'll make you a better person. So it's very important that you are able to identify the people who are using you and the people who are actually genuinely there for you. And a really good way that you can just do this test, I mean, it's not like the best way, but it is a way, is when you're going through a very difficult time, like let's say you're going through a financial low or an emotional low or whatever it is, like just like some kind of low, you should see the people who will draw towards you or the people like who you tell and then like, they might not necessarily, like, drop everything, like, immediately and, like, show up at your doorstep. But, like, those people who would, like, maybe take the time to listen or the ones who would take the time to, like, send you something to see you. I was just thinking about you and what you had shared with me earlier and I'm just hoping, blah, 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 or whatever, whatever it is. The friends who, the people who pick you up at your low point, those are the ones I feel like you should really try and draw close to as opposed to those who, when they're having an extreme low point and they're reaching out to you, but when they're doing really good, chai, that's it. You're just some past memory. Just They'll just throw you in the dustbin. So please, please do um, 
do look out for such people. They do exist. And, you know, these this, these snakes. Chai. Chai, chai, chai. Please be careful, my children. Please. When it comes to people who you feel are your friends or you feel like you want to bring into your closer circle, um, I feel the one relationship that really taught me the importance of friendship, the importance of sustaining a good and healthy relationship, but definitely be the relationship that I formed with my best friend and Pangela. Now, um, we, <laughs> our friendship is really weird. Like, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even going to sugarcoat this. We we're like, a ran- we're very random, but I feel there are certain things that she exudes that I've really resonated with and really makes, really made me feel like, okay, when it comes to this whole friendship business, she always makes me want to be a better friend to anyone else, including her. Like, I just... Yeah, when it comes to like really great people in this world, I definitely think that I'm learning a lot about friendship from her. One being um, when it comes to correcting me about my mistakes or when I have a problem and I'm not really seeing the problem as it is, she always try to approach me from my my like my point, like my point of view, and it's always out of a place of love, understanding, patience, and. Yeah, a lot, a lot, like a lot of squaring up and burning people's houses down, but <laughs> definitely one thing that I've always loved is that whenever I'm about to make a mistake or if I'm going through something, she's always willing to just come out of a place of love and care, and that's something for me growing up. And a lot of people would try to help me with my problems or try to correct me. They always come out of a place of like attack, attack, attack. Instead of, you know, pat pat the pat the teddy bear on the tum tum and, you know, listen to its problems and that's what she does. She she like she just like rubs my belly and like not in real life, like but like that's like the picture I'm trying to paint, like where she takes the more gentle approach and I respond so much better to that. And I'm really just happy that she's like the one person I can go to and know that okay look, you could have killed someone but you tell her She'll even tell you to turn yourself in, and you'll do it. Like, that's, that's how powerful our friend... Like, if she told me to go turn myself in for doing a crime, I would do it. Like, dada. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry for the profanity. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's one thing I do appreciate, is that she's willing to come to my level and just be so loving and caring. So if you find people who are willing to just pause... And really just try to see things from your point of view and just be loving towards you. That's really something you should try and strive to have in all your relationships and not just a best friendship. Another thing that I love is how we always challenge each other to grow. She wants to be a visual artist, like like graphic design and all that, which is so cool. Like I mean, I can't draw to save my life, but it's so cool. She's so cool. And then I'm out here doing mass comm, you know, the social media is in yet. And the one thing that I feel we've been really great at for each other is just trying to push each other towards each other's goals. Like how she, like, you know, she read my blog. I bet she's listening to this podcast and whatever. And, like, how she's just very supportive, like, very positive And, you know, I stand a queen. And even with her, even though she's a little bit more shy about her artsy side... I do believe, like, she's really... Ah, uh, oh, Pangela. I love you, Ben. 
Never change, bruh. Never change! But, yeah, so I, too, try my best to push her towards her goals and try to push her out of her comfort zone so she can achieve more. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, definitely that. And I feel one main point, how I really know how I connect with someone on a very deep level is when a lot of our conversations are not driven by gossip. There's actually this quote, I'm going to paraphrase it, it might be, yeah, so they usually say small minds talk about other people, like medium-sized minds discuss, like, things that are not people, and then, like, people with, like, big brains talk about ideas. Oh, by the way, if you hear popping sounds in the background, it is Chinese New Year here, so kong si fa chai to all of my Chinese listeners. My my house is no, is basically a firework zone, so if you hear pew, 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 yeah, so, yeah, I'm recording this while they're having fireworks, so please, bear with me. <laughs> but where was I? Um, I was talking about my best friend and how... How, yeah, how you don't really gossip about people because, I mean, we... That energy. And how our main point of connection is usually within tangible conversation. Okay, actually, we don't even have tangible conversation. Most of the time, we're really just talking about nonsense. We're talking about funny videos or memes or or whatever whatever it is. But I just know that our connection is so pure and genuine that... We can talk about the most ridiculous of things. We can talk about the most serious of things. We can always challenge each other's minds. We can always respect each other's space. And just be able to just be ourselves within a space of knowing that there is no judgment that's going to that's gonna take place. So I just use my best friend as an example of like maybe the kind of relationship that you might want to strive with other people. But at the same time, our relationship is not perfect and whatnot. But it's definitely one that I can say I'm learning a lot from. And I hope that you guys can learn something from us. So, yeah, I, I guess I guess, I guess, guess that's the episode, you know. So just to conclude, um, I would just say be... Be the kind of friend you want to attract. If you, Like I said at the beginning, it's all about the law of attraction. What you bring out into the world is probably what you're going to get back. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you guys next week with next week's topic. I need to check my schedule to see what that topic is. But yes, I will see you next week. And yes, again, to my all my Chinese mates, Kong Si Fa Chai. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can follow me on my social media. So my Twitter and Instagram share the same username. So that is at Doreen MT. So that is at underscore D-O-R-E-E-N underscore M-T underscore. Or if you want to email me, you can email me at Doreen Domatanga at iCloud.com. That is D-O-R-E-E-N full stop M-T-O-N-G-A at iCloud I-C-L oud.com I'm looking forward to hearing from you don't forget to rate this podcast you can leave me a comment but most of all subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on